Hey there, welcome to Bound Together. We are two friends and two self-published authors who took different paths in life, but kept in touch and kept on writing. My name is Sarah Gray and I chose a corporate career while Laura Catherine went full on family. This is all about how we approach writing in our two different worlds, the struggles, the positives, and how we keep the writing flames alive. Good evening, Sarah. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Back again. That's a double welcome, yeah. <laughs> what are we uh, talking about today? Getting straight into it. We've got to get this done. <laughs> yeah. No no lovely bantery chit-chat, no time. We are talking right. about developmental edits today because I am doing them and you have not ever done them. So no. I'm so, um, going to give you some insight onto stuff maybe potentially. Yeah. So do you want to tell everyone what a developmental edit is? So a developmental edit is done by an editor and it's where they focus on improving your content and structure of your novel. So it's kind of like a deeper dive into making your story flow better with your your characters, your plots, your voice, like everything as opposed to like line edits and things that are specific for like a sentence structure or spelling or that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. The developmental yeah. edit's like the big one you do at the start to make sure everything yeah. is doing what it's supposed to do. It takes the yeah. longest. It's the most expensive. Mm -hmm. But I would say it's probably definitely worth it to do. Yeah, I would agree. Having seen yours. Yeah. Yes. So I've this is the first time I've ever done a developmental edit, like paid for one, as opposed to just me writing my book and sending it to beta readers and getting their opinions on it. I got a professional editor's opinion. Yeah. And it was great. And I then sent you what she wrote me so that you could also check it out. Yeah. Um, and so this is for Enemies to Booksellers, my book that's coming out this year, which is exciting to say. <laughs> it's coming yeah. out this year. Um, so, and yeah, the, I think. The notes were quite thorough, weren't they? Because I've yes. read this. I was interested, uh, and thankfully you let me read them. I think it was about eight pages, wasn't it, of, um, like, notes but also just, 16 like. 16 pages. Oh, 16, okay, yeah. Um, it is very like, long. <laughs> discussion of, like, plots and themes and characters and how they work together. Um, yes, and, and it's all very specific for your Parts book. that work, parts that don't work, yeah. It's all about being like going through each thing. Like there's a section on characters, there's a section on plots and then breaking that down into like, okay, what are your characters doing in your story? This character needs more work. This character's story arc isn't doing the right thing and like giving yep. you suggestions on how to fix it or, or ways you could change it or things that you need to implement. Like your character voice isn't coming through. So, you know, you need to be peppering that in more or you're writing too much of this other stuff or this subplot is like, all at the start and then it, it like fizzles out or or the whole structure itself needs to be more set out more like even I guess yeah I think they are definitely looking for like a balanced manuscript and how to get the balance and the consistency throughout the manuscript yeah. because when you when you're writing it and also when you're beta reading it um there's a lot of information there and I think you find that beta readers have their own different styles or will mm -hmm. tend to pick up 
different things like some will be focused on characters some will be focused on spelling some will be focused on um like plot and plot holes etc um so I think this is a good like all-rounder and I also saw it as like this person has a fresh pair of eyes to look mm-hmm. at it who does this as a job all yeah. the time so they see a lot of other manuscripts um and can easily see where things slow down things are a bit broken that mm. part doesn't make sense it seems very very easy for them to just write 16 <laughs> pages of notes yeah on your manuscript because my beta reads don't come back with 16 pages of notes um no no they don't they don't it was very <laughs> yeah I loved how it was very specific to my story like clearly like it's like clearly she read through the whole thing she knew what she was talking about yeah. she gave specific like instances in the story or with the characters or whatever and like there wasn't anything was pretty much nothing in there that she suggested that I disagreed with like yeah I I know my flaws already like I'm trying to work on them but it's not something I will pick up on a like Mm. a first read through or first like writing like my first draft I know what's going to be wrong in that like I know that like like my subplots are going to be weird. I know my character, I don't do a lot of character voice in my first drafts. These were all things I was like aware of. And then to have her also pick up on the exact same things is like, okay, we're on the same page. We know like what's going on. And I trust that she knows what she's talking about because I was already aware of those things. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I think, it, I think part of it is getting validation, whether it's good or bad to say, yeah, I understand the story and this is achieving what you think it is or Mm. this part I can see what you're trying to do and this part is not quite there and this is how I would change it so but I I think getting that um yeah either agreement or disagreement is really handy as a writer to be like yep okay I can I can see what I'm doing and it's it's working really helpful the I guess like that the difference is like it's not like she's going, it's not like I'm reading through the manuscript and she's written notes throughout a manuscript being like, you need to mm-hmm. change this here. You need to change this here. It's more of a like yeah. general broad overview of like, okay, for this particular character, you need to be doing this and you need to do that through the whole story. So it's a lot of work in that, like, I need to take what she's written and I had to write down a bunch of notes on like the things that needed to be changed and like where they needed to be changed or things to look out for while I was editing the entire manuscript. Cause usually it's not like, Oh, you just need to change this one thing here. It's like, you need to write this character's voice through the entire thing. (laughs) Or like, you need to change the the structure of your story because this subplot needs to be like bigger or smaller. So it's a lot of work. It's, it can be very overwhelming. While I agreed with all of it, looking at it, I was like, I need to break this down into something more manageable because it's just like blocks of text being like, this is what you, you need to do. This is what you need to do. And then I have to look at the whole thing and be like, okay, I need to do this, but how? It's, it's scary, yeah. but definitely well worth it. Like I'm, I'm a third of the way through my developmental edits on Enemies to Booksellers at the moment. And I've added... I think originally with her notes, I took out 6,000 words worth of stuff based on Mm. like a lot of it was, there were a lot of flashbacks in the story that I wasn't entirely keen on or wasn't sure about. Like some of them I hadn't even written. They were just like, maybe flashback here. And then she was like, take them out. So that was like 6,000 words just gone. And then I'm only a third of the way through the book and I've already written, hang on, let me see. I've already written 
15,000 words yeah. <laughs> added back in and only a third of the way back in. So I learned that I was an underwriter very quickly because <laughs> I often seem to write like dialogue and what's happening, like explaining like a room or like description stuff, but not so much a character's inner thoughts and feelings. And that was like one of the things that she pointed out in my thing was like your character voice isn't coming through. So I like had to do like a, a little thing on like what kind of voice did this character have and then now I'm going through and adding all those bits of thought and voice in and it's just blowing out my word count even more because it was missing yeah. before, which is really interesting to learn. And that's the other thing, like now that I've done the developmental edit because I have this and realistically these are, are things that I do often which I already knew about, but like now I can kind of look out for them more. So like even next time I write a book before I send it off for a developmental edit, I know I'm not great at character voice. So when I go to edit it before the developmental edits, I'm going to try and do that in advance so that yeah. when I send it over to them, it's not going to be an issue. So you like yeah, learn so there's a lot of yourself. learning to get out of it. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of overall learning to get out of your writing style and and things that, can be changed and worked on so I I mean I think that's worth it I just think yeah learning about your own writing and and how to improve it is so interesting obviously I do it through uni but doing it (laughs) it's just expensive but worth the money but I suppose adding on all those words as well is going to make the next one yeah so the next one's gonna be more expensive because it's it's gonna be way longer than it was to begin with but like is it charged per word or is it word block or it's per word most thing most stuff with editing is charged per word it's yeah it's expensive and that's a reason I haven't done it before but because Mm -hmm. I really wanted I really want this book to be really good because I'm like hyping it up so much on on my socials and stuff like so I thought yeah I'm gonna put the effort in and put the money in and actually get it done so I have actually two developmental edits I've had one and once I finish making all the changes from this one and I'll do a beta read it in, beta read with you guys in between I'll then send it back to them and they'll do another developmental edit so I'll get another big wall of text of like things that I might yeah. potentially have to change hopefully less hopefully I will have fixed most of the problems we'll see yeah and then then I'll have like copy editing at the end but is that is second one. is that second developmental edit kind of standard is it um like part of the package and expected or is it something or do most people sort of do one I think most people do one so the the yeah the thing I'm using, the, the place I'm doing it through is called Booklight Editorial. And they had what was called, it was called a neon indie bundle pack, basically. And it was like, yeah, two developmental edits and then a copy edit. And it's like a cheaper bundle pack thing than just doing it separately. And mm-hmm. being an indie author who's not done this before, I was like, that sounded good. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see if the second developmental edit is worth the money for me. Like if I have fixed enough stuff or if they pick up enough stuff on the second round that it was, it's worth it. So that'll be something to look at when it comes to it. But I think most people just get one developmental edit, make the changes, and then they probably just send it back to betas or arc readers or whatever and get yeah. feedback. Because realistically, like she's listed all of the main problems already. It's just yeah. a matter of me fixing it. So I guess the second developmental edit is just to like see if I actually fixed everything or if mm-hmm. I made new problems. And I suppose it probably has something to do with how many changes 
uh, you were making from the first one. So if it's a completely different book or like half of it is is quite different, it makes mm-hmm. sense to go and get that second developmental edit. Whereas if you were closer, um, well, there was less work to do, you could probably get away with one. But, I mean, it sounds like you're making pretty substantial changes to the actual book. So I feel like when we, when the beta readers get to read it again, I feel like it's going to be completely different. It's like your third or fourth read through and it's changed like every single time you've read it. Yeah. <laughs> like drastically. I'm, in- I'm interested to see which bits you keep though and which bits you add. It's so, I have literally have like a folder that's like all of the cut chapters and cut like paragraphs because I'm like, I'm just going to keep them in case I can like slot them in somewhere else potentially. But it's like thousands and thousands of words that I'm cutting out and it's not something I'm really used to because I put in a lot of fluff which is when we were talking about um reviews yeah the time is that I put a lot of fluff in and now I'm cutting it all out (laughs) yeah and I feel like you're gonna learn that really quickly because you don't want to pay extra for the developmental edits so yes that's that's helpful too see that then there's the incentive to underwrite because then the first developmental edit comes through and it's cheaper because I like, if I know I have to add all the voice in and I should yeah. do it after the developmental edit because then it'll be cheaper. I don't know. I, I think you, or you could just it. put it in and then you can get a compliment on it because that's the other thing. There's mm. a lot of like positive um, feedback coming through. And I, I feel like as an indie author, it's kind of helpful to, to have people giving you that feedback because it's motivating because otherwise you're basically just sitting here writing a book and you're like, well, I like it. So (laughs) (laughs) just see, (laughs) like it's, it is very helpful to keep the motivation up. And um, I mean, you've always got that developmental edit to, to look back on and, and um, look at those good comments and stuff like that as well. Yeah. I find that handy. That's true. That's true. And yeah, it's all like, very nice stuff it's like oh this I liked this part however you should do like this bit needs some work kind of thing yeah yeah it's very helpful and then she also and then I can also email like I could either do like a video call with her or um or email any questions I have like going through it if I didn't understand anything or like part of it was like I had to change my structure because of my subplots and so I did like a massive massive restructure that I like wrote out all of my scenes onto like cut like physical cards and I set them out in front of me and I re- like physically rearranged my entire scenes on the cards and then like changed it on the computer yeah. and because of that I like I emailed my editor Carly and I was like hey this is like the kind of the new plot structure and plot beats of the the story did like does this work like because I don't want to I'd shuffled everything around. I didn't want to change everything. And then she'd be like, oh, actually, no, that's yeah. not, not, not what I meant kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah, you can get like, you can talk to them, ask some questions and they'll answer them for you so you can clarify stuff. Yeah. There was like, there was like, yeah, something else she said to me that I was like, I wasn't 100% sure, like I needed examples on. So she, I messaged her about that as well. Yeah. But overall, a very pleasant experience. A lot of work. It was definitely overwhelming reading it, like going through and like even though I acknowledged that that stuff like needed to be done, it, it got to a point where I like got to the end of it and I was like, okay, 
but what do I do now? <laughs> because there's just so much to do. And that's when I had to like yeah. sit down and break it down and like write a list of all like little, just a little dot point list of, okay, I need to change this. I need to change this. This subplot needs to be whatever, make it more manageable for myself. So I like literally have a list on my computer yeah. of all the things that need to be done. Like there's, there's like, there's little things, but then there's like huge things as well. So I'm slowly trying to get through all of those. Mm -hmm. When do you think you'll have it finished and um, be on to the second one? No. I wanted Is there to any have kind it... of time limit? No. Like I, it's just like whenever I'm ready to do the next round of edits, I'll email her and then she'll like be like, okay, well, I have a slot available at this time. So this is when I'll do it yeah. next kind of thing. Um, to begin with, because it was already ready to go to her when I first booked her in, I could like um, pay a deposit to like secure a spot for the manuscript. Cause I yeah. think at the time it was ready, but I'd given it to you guys to beta read one more time before I was going to send it to her, but I knew you were going to be done. Like I knew it was going to be ready at this point. So I was like, can I save this date? Yeah. Send it through. So, but the next time we'll just be like, when it's done, I'll email it to her and she'll be like, okay, at this time I can do it kind of thing, which is fine. Well, Hopefully it's not a huge wait. It should be fine. I have other stuff to work on. So it's kind of like I can send it off and do other things. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the uh, what was the turnaround time from you contacting them to you um, having a, a date locked in to get it done? Like it was like that week. <laughs> oh, that's pretty quick. And then the developmental edit itself took three weeks from when I sent it to her yeah. to when she gave it back to me. So and then so like she has and so it's like always three weeks. So she's like, oh, you'll give it in this time and it'll be back to you at this time. Yeah. Which is good, which is good. I feel like I just spoke a lot. <laughs> so much. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know when this is going to be done. I was originally hoping to have the developmental edits done by, like, February, but I haven't written anything for, like, two months because of mental health reasons. You've still got, you've still got two months, mate, till end of February. <laughs> No, it was Plenty the start of, of February. So well, <laughs> now we've boosted it out to the end of February. So I had, there was month, one month where I wasn't going to do it anyway because it was nano in November, but then I didn't do any writing in December and then only now that it's January, I have reread through the third of it that I had already edited because I couldn't remember what I'd done. So I finished reading that and literally today I has started the editing part again because I was just struggling to get back into yeah. it. I didn't edit a full chapter. It was only half a chapter, but I'm giving myself small steps here. So, like, I don't know when it's going to be done because I'm going through my own stuff at the moment. Like, if I were up to, like, where I was, how I was editing before all of that stuff happened, I was editing, like, yeah. a chapter a day kind of thing. Like, that's my aim to get back up to that point, but. It'll be done when it's done. The book has to come out this year because that's what I've been saying. <laughs> but, like, this is the longest part. Like, I know what... You've still got a whole year. I'm a third of the way through, so I've only got two-thirds left to edit, and this is, like, the hardest part. So once this edit's done, like, realistically, any changes yeah. in the future will be very minor because this is the big one. Yeah. And that's what I keep telling myself to keep going. <laughs> Yeah, I'm always surprised by how much work 
there is after you finish the manuscript. I always think when I'm writing the manuscript, I'm like, oh my God, this is so much work. This is crazy. And then like, you just want to get it done. But there's actually a huge amount of work to do um, in terms of revising and, and fixing things up afterwards. And I think that's supposed to be like part of the joy of writing. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you think it's supposed to be. It's not, but I think it's supposed to be. <laughs> I always remember at TAFE, uh, there was a, when we were both studying writing together, and I think it was the grammar teacher who said, who enjoys rewriting their books? And no one put their hand out because it was extra work. And he's like, that's where everything happens. Like that's supposed to be the fun part of yeah. writing. And obviously he was just made at us for um, <laughs> saying the wrong thing. But it's true. That I is always true, remember though. that. Because I didn't think it then. And I think, into, like, my first book, I didn't do a lot of, um, I didn't have a developmental edit. Mm. I had a couple of beta readers. I reviewed it myself. And then it's just free to go and you can turn them out a bit quicker. Whereas um, if you want to get something a little bit closer to, you know, a traditionally published book in terms of structure and plot and character mm -hmm. and whatnot, to be able to sell it for the same price um <laughs> it takes a huge amount of work but also like when you go into different genres like um yeah different genres like fantasy and romance if you're switching there's like certain um things that you need to be aware of that should generally always happen or um yeah, yeah. I don't even know where this is going but I just yeah <laughs> I think we're supposed to enjoy this part. And so when I watch you going like, it is so much work, <laughs> I'm like, one day we'll enjoy this. Maybe it, this it feels like so much work because it's almost like homework. Like the like when I edited it the other times, it was like, oh, I'm editing it because like I want to edit it and I'm going to choose the changes I want. But now it's like this mm -hmm. other person being like, this is what you have to do. And so I'm like, I don't want to do the homework. <laughs> Yeah, but I think when we're editing it, editing it and back in the day when we were bringing out those books, it's like it's on a smaller, like I would just read through it and be like, oh, that bit doesn't make any sense. I'll just change the small part. Yeah. Oh, I might just add this in. Uh, whereas you're talking about like completely changing the structure. Yeah, which I've never done. Out, I've never done that before. Changing the style in which your characters speak mm. as well Yeah, um, and how much they how much we get to see if they're in a world like those are yeah changes that we didn't really make before this book better be banger <laughs> that's all i can say better be we will see Honestly. we will see i'm very excited once i get through these i'm just gonna chip away at it i'm trying to just like remind myself to like just keep going just do a little bit just do a little bit i did half, you a, chapter, going... half a chapter closer are you gonna are you going to get developmental edits uh, for all of the books that you plan to release? I think yes. From now on? Assuming I can afford it, yes. <laughs> I think yeah. it's definitely worth it. I it, Like that might change, like the more I do developmental edits, the more I may just pick up on that, start picking up on that stuff myself and it may become yeah. less and less useful the more I do it, potentially. Mm -hmm. We'll see. It would be interesting, like, yeah, for the next book, if I get it, when I get a developmental edit, if we come back to this and I can, like, compare the books. Because I have two drafts yeah. that I'm working on at the moment, but because I've kind of learnt stuff, like, I feel like when I go to edit the next book before I send it to the developmental edit, I'm going to be putting the voice in. So that's already, like, one whole section. 
Yeah, saved yourself some money. Yeah, so we will see. We'll do another one when I get the next book developmental edited, and we'll see yeah. the difference. Yeah, I mean, great. I think it looks it looks like a really good process, and um, I think it looks like it's quite helpful. And I'm definitely going to do it for my next book, whatever that happens to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm saving up for it now. Good luck. Good Start luck. saving. Thanks. It's exciting. All right. We done? We done? Cool. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening <laughs> to another episode of Bound Together. If you like our podcast, we would love if you would leave us a review. It helps us to be seen by more people. You can find mine and Sarah's books at most online retailers if you look for Laura Catherine or Sarah Gray. You can find Sarah on Instagram at Sarah Gray Write Stuff, and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Laura Catherine Author. Thank you so much. I hope that this was like informative to you if you are thinking about developmental edits or you wanted to know about more developmental edits. It was definitely educational for Sarah. Cool. Bye. Bye.